Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Very happy to go out to the Brownie and Crouppen Celebrity Live to be joined by our friend and the Cardinals insider for The Athletic. She is Katie Wu joining us here on BK and Ferrario with Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kiley. Katie, we appreciate you t- uh, hopping on with us today from sunny L.A. How you doing? What's up, guys? Happy wild card day. How was yesterday when you go through the car wash of everybody coming through with the interviews? How, did, was anything interesting said in your opinion? I think the most interesting thing for me was that I was actually at a press conference because we haven't done one of those. And I, like, I felt out of place. Like uh, Mike Schultz was the first to go sit down at the podium. And I was like, oh, I should probably go put like my recorder on the desk like I, I did two years ago, you know. And it was just so, so strange. Um, but, you know, you know, it's the typical like, hey, we're addressing this. This is going to be on TV. So obviously nothing hard hitting is going to be said, but you know, let's talk about the vibe, I guess. That's pretty much as those press conferences are, but way better than zoom. This is not a complaint by any means. They were way better than zoom. Katie, did you feel like Ricky Bobby when you were in person and be like, I don't know what to do with my hands when I'm talking to you because it's been through zoom for so long. Yeah. I was actually still raising my hand because like we have to do like the raise hand function on zoom. And I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll just raise my hand in person, I guess. If I go now, um, so yeah, I'm hoping to do a lot better today. That that makes a lot of sense. Well, we look forward to that. You know, Katie, I was I was listening to uh, somebody talk earlier today on my way in, and they talked about the Dodgers practicing uh, after the Cardinals yesterday. They were talking about Albert Pujols at first base. You know, shagging some ground balls with Max Scherzer. Is that going to be the most interesting development in terms of this wild card game of what the Dodgers are going to do? Because the Cardinals lineup pretty much is set. We know what to look at, but the Dodgers have a big hole with no Max Muncy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a really interesting problem because the Cardinals ha- or the Dodgers, excuse me, have so much depth. Yet there's a question mark on on who's going to play first. Obviously, the the thing that makes the most sense if everyone's having a normal production kind of year is you put Chris Taylor in center field and you move Cody Bellinger to first base. Now, Cody Bellinger, he's played with a lot of injuries. I'm not just crediting that talent. Obviously, a former MVP. Uh, but has not performed well at the plate this year. So he's almost a a liability offensively when you're looking for what's potentially going to be a low-scoring game, right? So you could put Albert Pujols there, but look at his OPS against right-handers. Like, right around 500. That's not good either. And Matt Beatty, I think, has had made made four starts since the All-Star break at first base. Um, Usually a, like, defender, uh, like, late any defensive replacement. So there's options. Obviously, none of them as good as Max Muncy. I think what you're likely going to see is Chris Taylor in center and Cody Bellinger at first, uh, and then you'll leave. The Dodgers will probably leave Albert on the bench for like a late inning pinch hit opportunity. That 
that to me makes the most sense, but it's the wild card. you got to throw all hands on deck, so who actually knows what we're going to see? On the Cardinals side, I think the only starting question is whether or not they go with Paul DeYoung or Edmundo Sosa. I've been under the impression that this is going to be Sosa's start because he's the guy that got him here, but uh, what are your anticipation levels for the decision at shortstop going into tonight? You know, I've always said this, and I know that there's there's disagreements. I think even BK, you might disagree with me here, but I probably. think that these two probably these two are pretty evenly defensively matched. I think oh. Paul DeYoung is a very solid defender, and I feel BK's wrath right now. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> fuming, Katie. He is it's, fuming. It's all right. Two people can watch the same thing and have different in, uh, interpretations of what it is. Whoa. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, That's baseball. We, we totally can. We totally can. But maybe, hopefully, BK will agree with me here. I think there's room for both guys on this roster. Sure. I think Sosa will get the start. You know, I, I think he's earned it. He also got the start Sunday. I know that there was a little bit of concern when he got hit by a pitch at Wrigley if he was going to make it back before the end of the regular season, but he did. He got the start on Sunday, and to me, that kind of signaled, okay, he's probably going to get the start Wednesday for this wild card game. Obviously, Sosa's a super dynamic player. He's exciting to watch. He gets on base strategically and creatively. He's not necessarily home run or power heavy like Paul DeYoung is, and I think that's why he would get the slight edge over Pauly D. It's just because when you're facing Max Scherzer, you got to get on base. And Enrico Sosa is great at getting on base. Um, however, having Paul DeYoung on the bench in need of a big hit in late innings, that's not bad either because Paul has actually swung the bat pretty well over the last two and a half weeks. And, you know, he's looked much better, more like a semblance of who the Cardinals expected him to be coming into the season than what the product actually was. Um, so I think that if you start Enrico Sosa, you're in good hands there because you got a guy that gets on base plays good defense, and if you need to swap them out, Paul DeYoung also plays good defense and can provide that late-inning power hit that the Cardinals might need. So, to me, it's kind of a toss-up. They'll probably go Sosa, but it's not a bad thing if you have to use both. It's actually a good thing. Katie, we we haven't seen the rosters released yet. I would assume we're going to see that shortly, but I think that the bench is the most intriguing situation for the Cardinals because Juan Yepes' name was brought up to where he was with the team out in L.A., and a lot of Mm -hmm. people are wondering if he is going to be an option off of the bench for this team in the wild card? You know, that's a great question. I think bench depth is, is obviously crucial, and I think that's where the Dodgers have an overwhelming edge is their bench depth. Um, you know, the Cardinals are, are likely going to leave some starters off this because you don't actually need, obviously, five starters in a one-game winner-take-all situation. So I think the bench depth will really come into play, and Juan Yepes is really interesting because he – I mean, not, not very often do you see someone make their potential debut in the playoff situation. Um, but you got to go all hands on deck. I think Lars Newbar has done a really good job in his role as the fourth outfielder, as the, you know, kind of the, the reserve, has some power lately. He's a good left-handed option for a pretty right-handed dominant lineup. But it will be interesting to see how the Cardinals shake out their lineup. I know that they are expecting to carry Jack Flaherty. Mike Schultz said that on Sunday. There was a little bit of question based on how he was going to recover, but that's a great weapon to have in, in your uh, bullpen. I know that's kind of weird to say when we think of Jack. We think of, like, that starting pitcher, the dynamic ace. But, you know, if Wainwright can go five or six and you immediately turn your, your bullpen over to get an inning of Jack Flaherty, that can be demoralizing to an opposing lineup as well. So lots of questions about the roster. I haven't seen it either. Uh, not like I'm, like, you know, refreshing my page every few <laughs> minutes or so. So I can finally go get breakfast. 
but um, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll know soon. Katie Wu is our guest, Cardinals insider for The Athletic. Be sure to check out her work on The Athletic. You should subscribe over there. Her and Jeremy Rutherford are well worth the price of the subscription. You can also follow her on Twitter at Katie J. Wu. Katie, I'm curious, when it comes to Dakota Hudson, what are your expectations for the way that he's going to be utilized, whether it be in this game or in the DS if they move on? Where are we at with his role on this team right now? I feel like this has been said by Mike Schilt a lot, so people are probably tired of me saying it, like reiterating it. Um, but it is the truth. It's very fluid for Dakota Hudson. You know, same thing with Jack. These are guys, two guys that were prized in their rotation in 2019. Looks to be a huge piece in 2022, so they kind of have to balance the immediate need to win with their long-term future. I think Dakota Hudson's in the reserve in case something goes very, very wrong with Adam today. Obviously, you know, the Cardinals and Adam Wainwright himself do not anticipate that happening. But if it does, I think Dakota Hudson is reserved so he could maybe be like a, a multi-inning guy. We saw him do that in uh, Chicago when he was used after Jack Flaherty was used as an opener. Uh, Dakota Hudson's also looks really good. I know it's a small sample size. It's really soon off of Tommy John surgery. It's only been a little bit over a year, but he's looked really good. So I think if they need to, and their hope is that they don't, but if they absolutely need to, they can throw Dakota Hudson for a few innings. If they don't, I expect them to start either game one or game two of the NLDS. All right, Katie, have some fun with us here because BK and I discussed this yesterday with T-Bone, and we were trying to decide who would be the guy who comes up with the biggest moment for the Cardinals in this wild card game, or wild card game off of the bench. Some of us picked Carp, Some of us picked DeYoung. Of course, T-Bone sticks with his guy, Jose Rondon. <laughs> who do you think could have the biggest moment off of the bench? You know what? I, as you guys know, root for the story. And I remember Matt Carpenter had some fantastic quotes after Sunday's, like, I, I guess they did lose that game. I, you know, they like, called it after the rain or whatever. And they did lose that Sunday game. Um, so he, like, sat down. This is where my mind is at, guys, right now. Um, sat down and said, you know, obviously this season has been really hard for him. He's had a reduced role. It's been really hard for him to kind of find sustainable success as a pinch hitter. And he said, I would trade it all to go to the postseason and have a couple big moments and hope that the team wins. And I think when you say something like that, you kind of speak it into existence. So I'm, I'm going to put Matt Carpenter, big, big postseason moment off the bench, uh, a positive one. Let's clarify that. A positive postseason moment off the bench because he said it himself. It would be worth all of the, the trials and tribulation that he went through this season. Katie, you, and you know what? Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Jeez, BK. <laughs> I apologize. No, no it's continue. Fine, BK. I know you're mad at me about the yeah, that was, that was the cliffhanger. Come on, man. Um, okay, I'll keep going here. I apologize. I'm going to power through. Katie, you have a lot of experience in the Southern California area. What what are your what are the expectation levels in L.A. going into this game? Because we've talked so much from the Cardinals perspective of what this game mm-hmm. means, what they're expecting. What is it like in L.A. right now leading into a one game playoff for a team that won 106 games this year? Um, you know, I think from a fan base perspective, they're pretty annoyed. Uh, can you imagine winning 106 games and not winning your division? And it's not because you didn't play great baseball because the Dodgers did play great baseball. The Giants just played great baseball for one more game. Um, and I think there's a little bit of, of nerve. Now, don't get me wrong. If you look at all the predictions from all the analysts and all the reporters who don't know anything like me, um, they're, they're all saying, you know, Dodgers win in the landslide. To me, I don't think you can definitively, definitively say that because it's one game and so much can happen in one game and so much is unpredictable about baseball. Like today, I, I just saw this, this stat from Eno Saris, one of my 
athletic co-workers who's fantastic and he says you know Cardinal starter Adam Wainwright still has one of the best curveballs in the game as we all know but the Dodgers this year were 27th in baseball against the curve per fan graph so like stuff like that that plays in for sure um it's I you know the wild card game is just so strange to me because I personally do not think that baseball should be decided by one game I think it should be decided by a series but I also think that's what makes this so intense. Um, I think that there's a lot of pressure that the Dodgers are feeling because they are favorites. They're not just favorites in this game. They're favorites to win the World Series. And it all comes down to execution for nine innings. Their 106 wins in the regular season could ultimately amount to nothing if they don't win tonight. And while the Cardinals, I'm not saying there's no pressure on them. Obviously, there is. They're coming in as the underdog. They're coming in knowing that the Dodgers feel that pressure. And I think they'll pounce on it. Katie, final one for me. Do you feel like that the winner of this wild card game might have the clearest path to a World Series? Because, I mean, I know the Giants are a really good team as well. What, what, 107 wins that they had this season? Um, but it just feels like the the Brewers and Braves sides, none of those teams strike fear into me. It really feels like whoever comes out of this Dodgers-Cardinals game might be the clearest cut for a World Series. You know, I've said this before. I think that there's if you're this if you're the Cardinals, you have the hardest way to get to the NLCS. You have to get through the two best teams in baseball who have been the best teams consistently since opening day. You got to get through the Dodgers in one game. You also got to get through the Giants in three to five. Um, and the Cardinals and the Giants, as we all know, have some very storied postseason uh, rivalries. But if the Cardinals are able to get through the wild card, and I know we're supposed to take it one game at a time, but let's just be hypothetical here. If they get through the wild card, if they get through the DS and they take down the two best teams in baseball, I think they win the World Series because I, you're, you're right about the Braves. The Braves played in a weak division. I'm not doubting their talent there. The Brewers, they have great starting pitching. The Cardinals have fared pretty well against them as of late. Uh, I, I really do think that if the Cardinals can somehow make it through this game and make it through the DS, that they'll be in the World Series, 100%. <laughs> now, of course, they got to get through today. Let's let's preface with that. they got to get through today. It's fine. But it's things, fine. You know. Katie, BK, for the last three days, hasn't even been acting like there is a wild card game. Oh, He's just on. assuming that <laughs> the on. NLDS is going to be happening. Some of us have money on the Cardinals to win the World Series in this room. Well, I don't have a betting problem. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are on one today. I love it. <laughs> Katie, we appreciate the time as always. Enjoy yourself out in L.A. And hopefully you'll be able to go home soon and uh, hang out in San Francisco for a few days. We're looking forward to it. Yep, let's get these rosters out because I really need to eat. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Just Katie Wu. Find her work over at The Athletic. Give her a follow on Twitter at Katie J. Wu. Katie, thanks for the time. We'll talk with you next week. Thanks, guys. Talk thanks, soon. Katie. Got it.